When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Clinton Yates, Bill Plasky, Woody Page, Harry Lyles Jr., the most unstoppable play in sports. Is it Giannis in the lane? Is it McDavid on the break? It was the Eagles QB sneak with Hurts, but the NFL could be looking at making the tush push illegal. Let's go around the horn. It's the bush push. I know I was there. (laughs) We were there. We start with NFL news. Ian Rappaport reporting Eric Bieniemy and the Washington Commanders have mutual interest, and it's trending in the right direction toward him being the new offensive coordinator of Washington. If all goes well, could be official today, Rappaport says. Bieniemy's 15 interviews for head coaching jobs over these last few years, all coming back no. And now, reportedly this, Harry, does leaving KC as offensive coordinator to go to Washington, offensive coordinator, where the play calling would be all his, makes sense for Eric Bieniemy. I think if he's going to make this move, the answer to that is yes, but just in terms of everything in front of us, no, it doesn't make sense because, again, the point that I made earlier this week still stands today. You would not ask a, another coordinator that has his resume to make this same lateral move. You can even look at the two coordinators that were just hired from Philadelphia or really even any other time. And you don't ask the same question of, well, hey, doesn't Andy Reid have something to do with it? We're not asking if uh, Nick Sirianni has anything to do with those coordinators getting their jobs. I just think that's ridiculous. I think this is very blatant what's happening in front of us. And then, of course, now people are talking about, oh, well, he has a bad attitude and that's why he's not getting a job. When has that ever prevented somebody else from getting a job, right? And then even people walk and dance around and won't actually talk about his past and say, well, what about that too? That's also never stopped somebody from getting a job. We have this weird qualification that we're putting on this man that we're not putting on anybody else. And to me, it's just not right. Woody Page, I'll bring you in here. You covered Enemy when he was in college at Colorado. And then, of course, his time there as a coach and now at Kansas City. Does this move make sense for him? Yes, it does. Uh, you've... you've- been out there interviewing for so long and what surprised me and and I've reached out to him to talk to him about it and he really doesn't want to discuss the issue uh, with somebody in the media. I've known him since he was 17 years old. What issue is that you're speaking of? Not being hired or how people vaguely talk about a past at Colorado? Please bring it all onto the table here. Yeah, I get more emails, I think, than any other saying, why doesn't the enemy get a job? Because people are writing to me from Colorado. They know that he was an offensive coordinator in Boulder. He was an outstanding All-American up there, and he's been around forever. And Why the Broncos never hired him as a head coach? Well, he's got a quirky personality to begin with. He's a very hard-driven kind of guy. I think the a mistake, which I wanted to tell him, was when you've interviewed this many times, I knew a coach 
coach that never got a job because he was a bad interview. What he did was go out and hire a psychologist, speech therapist to help him interview. And I think that after that many times you do that. But this is a great move for him, I think. You've been in Kansas City long enough. I believe that the Washington Commanders, as bad a franchise as that is right now, is going to go into new ownership. It's a possibility that they've said to you, you can be the head coach in waiting, or at least they've said to him, we're going to pay you a lot more money, and we are going to let you call all the offensive plays. That's the only way he should take this job. Clint Yates? This is unfortunate in the general and the specific. The obvious reasons that Harry's talked about in terms of what, you know, achievements are in this league and how that scales up to what you should be able to do are one thing. But for Bianca being specific, and people have talked about his attitude and so on and so forth, it's a little weird also that the Chiefs are asking him to get out of the door when he's been the reason why they've been so good over the past five or ten years. So this is awkward to me on a lot of levels. That said, I do believe that the commanders are a reasonable option for him. That offense has been something that has been waiting to explode on one level. They just haven't figured out the quarterback situation and mm. there might be new ownership there later so you'd think that there might be a cleanup on some level of what that franchise whoa, is whoa. Be, this surprises me Clinton Yates and I appreciate what you said you have been taking down the Washington franchise for as long as I know you you have I believe called it the worst franchise in professional sports so n- Correct, now you're thinking that's a good destination also for that the if something changes at the top, which is what everybody has been rooting for the entire time, then you've got to believe there's some level of hope, as opposed to, I don't know, getting run out of town by the very team you just won the Super Bowl with. Is he being run out of town is another question I have. Bill Plaschke, I turn to you. 15 interviews for head coaching job. They've all come back no. And now an offensive coordinator job with play calling. Is it a good move for the enemy to leave KC for Washington? You know, it's wrong and it stinks on so many levels, but this guy's going to have to make it impossible for somebody not to hire him. And the only way to do that is to get away from Andy Reid, go to the league's 20th-ranked offense, it's your offense, it's your plays, it's your designs, and prove everybody he can do it on his own. That's the only way it's going to work because it doesn't work. In, it's not working in KC. It's, it's just not working. So he's got to face the reality of the situation. And it's wrong and it's unfair, but it is what it is, and it's the only, it's the only way out of it is to get away from Andy Reid, away from KC, Go to where you can establish your own mark, make your own mark, make it impossible for them not to hire. Barry, back in. But that is inherently the problem with this. The fact that he has to make it impossible for somebody to not hire him is the issue because right. also no one has a more impressive resume than Eric Bieniemy does in the last five years. We've been horned. We'll move on. All-Star Weekend. See if you guys have any picks for three or dunk or skills or the game in a second. Bucks Bulls last night. Giannis injuring his wrist, running into the stanchion. Left the game. X-rays negative. Team called it minor, but you got to think he might be out for the All-Star game. And now Adam Silver on the state of the NBA. Everything's about winning a championship these days, and it's and it's, it's less, I think, in all sports about how you perform day in and day out. There are some things we're addressing in collective bargaining. Um, for example, I, I think we can ensure that some of our awards require minimum number of games to be played, that we're celebrating not just average number of points, but total number of points, that the culture is guys being out on the floor as much as they can. Clinton, how does Silver's view of load management land with you? I actually thought this was pretty lucid, and I thought his solution makes a lot of sense. If you tie performance awards, which are what allow players to move from that max to super max escalator thing in their contracts, then you give people a little bit more incentive to play. Think about this. Last year in MVP tone, MVP voting in the top 12, 
Only three of those guys played more than 68 games. Going back as reasonably as recently as the 2016-2017 season in the top 12, 10 guys played more than 68 games. It's an acute problem, not just a larger one in terms of what the NBA is dealing with. You're messing with the competitive level, and I believe that Silver's actually got a solution here that makes sense. Phil Plasky, how'd you hear it? Yeah, well, first off, Giannis should not play in the All-Star game. His team has a losing record without him. They have a 12-game winning streak. They're on a roll. They can win the championship. They need him. He should sit this game out. And furthermore, I think other players, too many players, sit too many games out when they're not injured. It's Personally, I'm driving down to the Laker game, and I find that LeBron or AD is not playing. The whole thing changes for me, and, it, and it's my job. I can imagine somebody paying $1,000 for a ticket for that. It just too, it's too erratic. It's too much tied to the awards. Make it hurt for them not to play if they're not hurt. Mm-hmm. Woody Page. Well, Bill, you're right. I, I always realize when I go to a Broadway show in New York and it says fill in uh, when you get your tickets that you're not going to get to see the star. And Anybody want to see you 2 without Bono? No. Uh, you get your money back or they cancel the show. I think that's one of the things that the NBA has always been irresponsible about. They don't even announce that the players are not playing in the game. So how do you fix that problem? One, you do have a bye week maybe once every six weeks and say that's when you can sit out. Or two, that they do give back fans their money if they want it back because they're not getting to see mm. LeBron James. I just think there are various possibilities you got to consider that don't have to do with awards and rewards that they get. But the season obviously has been too long for the 50 years that I cover it, and it still is, that you've got to cut back on the schedule. Okay. So even if that this means start the playoffs me, earlier. You, do you ever see a league, A, giving back money, or B, giving back games? Yes, I have. The OUSFL, there was a situation where it's a money-back guarantee. If your team okay. didn't win, right. they'd give you your money back. So, you know, there's Wait, the possibilities that, that, like that. Are you being serious here? How did I miss this? The yeah. OUSFL would give you the money back if they didn't win? Okay, this is going yeah, to a different place. Check I'm going to reward you for the that. points there because that was something I'd never heard of before. But that's certainly not in play here. Harry Lyles Jr., what you heard from Adam Silver. Well, you know, I do concur with Woody that, you know, in a – Similar stance, you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air wasn't the same with New Aunt Viv. You know, I think that's probably for more me and Clinton. But either way, listen, my thing, I think that the (laughs) stipulations that you need in order to have a certain amount of games to make all NBA or, you know, whatever, I think that is a good thing. But however, to me, that places too much blame on the players for how the game has changed because we have better athletes in the NBA now. And I think that's why you're seeing some of these bodies break down because there's more spacing, there's more floor to defend, and it's the same amount of people defending that floor. So whether it's a change in how the, you schedule the games, if it's less games, I think that there also has to be that piece of it and not just incentivizing guys to be out there and tough it out because you do want your guys to be out there. Flashing back in. You look at a team in my town, the Clippers, only 20 games left in the season, whatever it is. Wow. Nobody knows who they are. Nobody knows what they are. Nobody, they're almost irrelevant, and they're, they should be the best team in the West. It's a complete shame, and Steve Ballmer's putting all this money into it, and we have no idea who's in playing that particular any instance, Bill, and, and maybe Kawhi Leonard was one of the first players to really step forward in load management. He was legitimately injured, right? Uh, but franchises make decisions now to prioritize the postseason over the regular season. Is that the case that's happening in, in Los Angeles? Yes, that's, that's definitely the case that's happening. They have little, maybe some ticky-tack injuries, and Kawhi was slow to come back from his injury. But every night, three or four guys are on the bench, and you have no idea So that why. would be on the franchise again, as much as players, what I'm saying. Woody, I'll give you the last word here after the warning. Uh, I, I spent two hours on the phone yesterday with Larry Brown, who 
spent 35 years coaching eight different teams in the league, and he said, I've never heard the expression load management when I was a coach. We didn't have that rule. He said, they've got to do something about that because it's ruining the game where players are not showing up. He said, that's part of playing basketball is being there. I think that's overstating it. I think that the league has a real, real quandary, and they're at least now putting forth solutions, and maybe that's a step there. All right, who you got in three? Who you got dumb? Who you got skills? I mean, pick one winner. Give me something, Harry Lyles, to think about this weekend. Tyrese Halliburton, Pacers, going to bring home the three-point three contest. Okay. Like, stay proud. Woody Page, I know you were at the first dunk contest. Yeah. The kid from the G League that's Mac McClung, all right. Bill Plasky for the dunk. Mm-hmm. Mac McClung here. Mac McClung you here. You got it. And Clinton Yates. Neither one of those guys knew who Mac McClung was until I told them 10 minutes ago. We've been watching this guy on IG since he was in high school banging on people. It's the biggest night Fire of the Fire Mac. Get it done, Mac. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. A story your spidey sense just knew was coming. Dean Blandino says NFL Competition Committee might look to eliminate the tush-push play on QB sneaks, telling Paul Zomowicz of the 33rd team it's just a tactic. It's not aesthetically pleasing. Pushing was illegal by letter of the law until 2006 when they took the wording out. The Eagles did this. How many plays in the Super Bowl? How many plays all season? Nobody as good as Philly is at this. Nobody as good as Jalen Hurts. So, Bill... Does it sound like they're singling out Philly here? And should a pushing a, a quarterback or ball carrier forward be legal or illegal? 
Well, well, first off, it's the Bush push. I was there for it. I was 2005, there. 2005, Notre yep. Dame. Yeah. I'm the only parents who was there. Reggie it. Bush pushed Maryland over to beat Notre Dame for USC. It was not legal then in college football. It's it. legal now in college yeah. football. It's legal now in the NFL. It's a great play. It's a fun play. Keep it in. Woody Page. Oh, I totally disagree with you, Bill. I mean, you go back to the NFL, it used to be a 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. And this is a, a, a play be. that's out of Australian Football League. Mm-hmm. I, it Rugby. has nothing to do with the game of football Australian that we play in this country. Get rid of it, then find out what a catch is in the NFL. Oh, good luck on that. Harry Lyles Jr. Well, Bill, I was also there for 18 weeks watching all of the NFL red zone on my couch all season. There was one team that could only do this nonstop, oh, and it was the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. That's if we're cool. making a rule to stop like one, one player or a few players, I don't think that's right. You think they're singling out Philly Dino said this. Right. Right? Yeah, Philly. Like, Dean Blandino said this wasn't an athletic play. Tell that to Lane Johnson and, and Jason Kelsey, who are two of the best offensive linemen duos to ever play football. I'm not buying this. Glenn Yates. Right. It's football. If my dudes are bigger, stronger, and meaner than you at the line of scrimmage, sorry, you got to deal with it. That is as sportsmanlike as it gets for the NFL. I cannot understand why the competition committee is worried about this at all. Why don't you worry about not ending your playoff games on ticky-tack penalties that people think are what football is supposed to be That was a penalty. Enough of that. (laughs) Good heat from everybody in this segment. We'll move on. Kevin Durant. State of the Durant. In order for you to win a championship and to be a great team, you just need more time on the floor. We could It's another story about why we didn't get on the floor together, but we just didn't get enough time. I knew this would be a, a great place to play and a great place to continue to get better as a player. You got somebody like Devin, Chris, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton, guys that work, and I wanted to be a part Clint, of that. What so jumps I'm out excited I'm here. I think we learned a little bit about KD's personality here. We always lionize these types who say, I'm the man, I lead everything. He pointed out that if there's not a culture at the place that he already goes to as a team, it's a little difficult for him to get involved. And so for Phoenix, that already has that, I know they're not going to get to play a ton of games together, but he seems to be in a better mindset because of that fact alone and what they built there. Go play. KD said, quote, we just didn't get on the court enough. That was the problems in Brooklyn. What do you think the problem's going to be in Phoenix? You're going to come back, they're going to be on the court together 15 games? This is a great-looking team for next year. They're not going to be on the court together long enough to develop the chemistry to beat Denver. Not happening. Woody Page. Yes, the, the last couple of weeks we've heard from Harden, we've heard from Kyrie, and now we've heard from Durant. And they've all said the same thing. It didn't work. They weren't on the court long enough. Guess what? They wanted to get together in Brooklyn and play. So don't blame somebody else for something that was your own problem because of injuries and because of COVID, because you don't care for the other guys. And that's what I took from what he said last night. Harry Lowes Jr. I found myself almost feeling bad for him because you saw the emotion come out. Clearly, Kevin Durant cares about basketball a ton because he's on Twitter talking about it first off with the rest of us. But also, he really felt like they almost found something there in Brooklyn when Kyrie Irving was finally back, not suspended, playing well. And they almost had together, and then he requests a trade, and now it's just he's he also has to reach. No, he that. cares. I found myself feeling bad. I don't more. think you can say he doesn't. He cares. We'll move on. Yeah. Tigers tournament at Riviera. Sixty-nine is what he shot yesterday through our tape time today. Looking good to make the cut. There was this moment yesterday, though. Let's talk about this. Looked like a wonderful moment of camaraderie between Tiger and Justin Thomas, back slapping and laughing. It went on for minutes. 
What they were laughing at became clear in still images that came out later. These are real. Woods passed Thomas a tampon. Harry, what is this? It's disappointing. I mean, this is something I would expect to see in a, in a middle school locker room. And I don't know about the rest of my panelists, but every time I'm on this show, the time that I hear about people on the outside the most is when we talk about women in women's sports. And that's when you hear the most hate. And to me, because we let casual misogyny go like this, the people that are most unaffected by that casual misogyny tell you it's not a big deal. And then we stay in this cycle. We've got to break it, guys. Woody Page. Yeah, utter stupidity. That's all. I've known him forever. I'm talking about Tiger Woods. And this was so immature. It was stupid. You're the host. The entire golfing world is concentrating on the beginning of that tournament and seeing him come back. And for him to pull a, a stunt like that made no sense whatsoever. And what do you fun. say you've known Tiger for as long as he's been a pro? And you know his sense of humor. You know how he how he jokes and what he thinks of of. of humor in this way. So Bill Plaschke, was this a joke or was this something more? He's 47 years old. It's a joke maybe if you're 15 and don't know any better. He knows better. He has da- he has a daughter. It, it, it was that, that, that that's insane. It, it, it's misogynistic. It's disappointing. And furthermore, the leading drivers on the LPGA Tour are hitting the ball 270 yards. So stop making fun of that. that that's ridiculous. Gluten Gates. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because this was sort of a feel-good story coming back to see him manage to be able to get out and walk the course. But it doesn't matter if he has a daughter. It doesn't matter if he has a son. Just in general, this is part of what I think a lot of people on the outside looking in at golf think happens all the time. And that's what's kind of oddball about this is that as much as this is annoying, it does not seem shocking by anybody at all. Ben Yates, Harry Lowell Jr., thanks for your time today. I want my money back. <laughs> I, got, I got a little oh, yeah. addendum to that. I want to talk about that in a second. Plasky, Page, OG, Showdown, next. Oh. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, Board. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The 136th meeting between Woody Page, Skoplasky, good luck at showdown. Oh, this was raucous. Raucous finish to a rocket game. Notre Dame beating Louisville on Olivia Miles' buzzer beater. Some wanted to call for steps. I don't know about Bill. Grade this buzzer beater. A plus because they ran a play. How many teams actually run a distinct play? On out of bounds in the last seconds. Great job on the Bill, I'm giving that 
I'm giving that an F because that wasn't a Euro step. <laughs> that was an Irish river dance. Did you see how many uh, <laughs> moves she made? Oh, oh buddy. Lash is getting the point because that was. That's a. You know, Woody. As far as Woody jokes go, (laughs) I'm going to reward you at least a point for the joke. We'll move on. Travis Kelsey (laughs) announcing he'll be hosting Saturday Night Live next month. How's this going to go over, Woody? I think it's going to go over extremely well. Uh, In history, you wouldn't know this, Tony. Thirty-two. So sports associated athletes or coaches or whatever have yeah. hosted this show. I think the only better choice would have been Andy Reid being up there after seeing in the commercial with Patrick Mahomes. No Why not Patrick Mahomes? He's the MVP. He's the face of football. Why isn't Mahomes doing this? Kelsey has one line, know your role and shut your mouth. Mahomes would have been just as entertaining. He's a more uh, personable guy. Why I think he's going to be on too. I, I think it's entirely possible. Just bring everybody out. Woody. I, I, I want to say I've been impressed with some of the material you came up with today that I never heard of. So please take the FaceTime. <laughs> Early in the show, I talked about the NBA giving back tickets to season ticket holders for uh, star players not showing up. It did happen in the USFL, and we proved it. Caroline, the researcher, came up with it. 1985, the Denver Gold, in their opener, had a money-back guarantee. And guess what? When the game was over, more than 1,400 fans who came to the game went and asked for their money back and got it back. So why can't we do that in the NBA or in other sports? We've never been more stunned in a commercial break. Woody, you had it right. Congrats. How did he get that right? Don't give people ideas for this show, Woody.